Welcome to the Leadership Zone. I'm your host, Sheila Walsh, Leadership Development Specialist, Coach and Researcher. Today's episode, I'm going to mostly focus on women in leadership. And while that isn't necessarily the only area I focus on, I have kind of three areas of focus as a leadership specialist. One is general leadership and being able to work with leaders in different ways by assessing what they need to focus on and what would be most helpful. The second is inclusive leadership, and that's very much from a research perspective, because that's what I'm doing my PhD on. And women in leadership is this subsection of leadership where we know that we have taught women to be a certain way in leadership roles, and they're often encouraged to be more like what is traditionally associated with men. But then when they do that, we know that they are actually penalised for behaving that way. And so when I started to realise that we tell a lot of women to do a lot of things and then the social norms, because they violate them, often come back and they have a backlash. It's called the likability dilemma is one of the areas of it. I thought that it would be really helpful to do a specific episode on women in leadership and to talk about the upcoming programme that I'm doing with UCD's Professional Academy. Women in Leadership programme is all about acknowledging the reality of the biases women experience in leadership roles and taking those gender biases as data and information to make critical and informed decisions about. When women know what the social rules are and what the research is telling us and they have the ability to access strategies that are evidence-based and engage in experiential processes, I have found that women become more confident more insightful and better able to critically analyse what is happening in their workplace and to them in their work setting. Whereas often what happens is a lot of women internalise societal expectations and backlash and then become uncertain and less confident while being told by others to be more confident. So women leading is a different thing to just being a leader and just attending a general leadership programme. Because general leadership programmes don't always focus on the transformational element of leadership or the relational and societal influences on leadership. And the reality is that if you're a woman in in a leadership role, then you need to be able to know what's happening for you in different settings. Often, when I speak to women about the discrimination that may occur to them in the workplace, I have two kinds of reactions. I often have women who are really frustrated because they they see all the biases and how they impact them. And then I also have the other end of the spectrum where women say, no, being a woman has no impact on my role. But often what I found is that is because they've internalised a lot of the judgments as information about who they should be and how they should be. One of the most common challenges that comes up for women in leadership is that they're often told to be more confident. But then they are measured on their level of competency and their historic experience of the topic and they are rejected if they are seen as being too confident. So something that women are told to do in leadership positions actually isn't measured usually and isn't what people make decisions on. And multiple pieces of research have told us this. So if you are a woman in a leadership position, it is really worth you considering what kind of social expectations influence the way you lead and possibly cause you internal struggle, challenge, anxiety, fear, lack of self-belief. And if you are a person in a workplace that wants to champion and support women in leadership roles, 
then maybe the starting point isn't actually being an activist in your workplace, but stepping back and checking your own biases. Whether you're a woman or a man, or you fall anywhere on the gender spectrum, we all hold these biases. The evidence suggests that women aren't less likely to do this to other women. We actually are likely to do this to each other and to all women, regardless of our gender identity. So if you want to be somebody who supports gender equality and equity in your workplace, then it is worth thinking about how you may hold women to higher standards than you hold others and how you may require women to be likeable and polite in their roles, whereas that may not be an expectation you have of others with different gender identities. We know that women in leadership roles result in an improved profit. The evidence is there. When women are in more senior roles, we have better profits. But we've also found that you can't just put a woman in a role because she's a woman. That it's really important that you are actually evaluating women, men and, and people who, who identify in different elements of the gender spectrum. That you are evaluating them with the same standards and that you are uncovering the biases you inherently bring to that evaluation and that by doing so you will put women in the right roles for their skills strengths and potential and not just for what they've previously achieved because that's one of the biggest barriers women face compared to other gender identities is when women go for interviews we are assessed on what we have achieved previously but we know that for instance men are assessed on what potential they have. And regardless of whether you're using a competency interview or not, that bias that we trust men to be able to achieve what they say they can achieve, because we have role models, many male role models who have done so, but we don't trust women to do what they say they can do. We only trust them to do what they have done previously. The other bias that we need to watch out for is given women housekeeping or administration in visible roles. So given, giving women support roles for others to thrive, we know through the research is one of the most common time suckers for women in the workplace. And that when it comes to promotions, a lot of their support work isn't considered valuable for more senior roles, and yet absolutely supported somebody else being seen as valuable. So if you want to support women in the workplace, give them visible leadership opportunities and not just support roles. If you have any curiosities or questions about women in leadership, or you're curious about how gender may impact our understanding of people at work, then please do get in contact or start a conversation with me on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. I'd love to hear your opinions. I'd love to think about some of the common questions and challenges that you have in relation to this topic. And whether you are a woman yourself or not, being an ally to other women in the workplace is absolutely essential for us to create gender equality within the workplace and equity. And whether you're a woman or not, you are not exempt from being part of the problem and part of the solution. Every one of us in society, regardless of our gender identity, can actually be part of the problem and or the solution. That's the choice you have. And that's the choice I'd like you to think about making. Do get in contact with me if you have any questions or you want some one-on-one -on -one support with your own leadership approach or if you'd like to have me speak to your organisation or consult or advise around gender equality within the workplace and especially directly related to leadership roles.
Thank you for listening. My name is Sheila Walsh and it was great to have this conversation with you today. Thank you for listening to The Leadership Zone. We can continue this conversation over on Twitter and my Twitter handle is at Sheila Walsh one or at LinkedIn, you'll find me under Sheila Walsh. To book a free consultation to discuss your leadership needs or the leadership development needs of your organization, simply visit my website, www.sheilawalsh.com and book a free leadership consultation. I look forward to hearing from you.